Welcome to Embers and Wind. Are you feeling a calling to serve? What if answering this calling unleashes from deep within you leadership potential? I'm your podcast host, Keith Weedman. Blended three decades experience with knowledge from multiple disciplines to unleash hidden potential in others. In this weekly podcast, my distinguished guests and I will share what fuels us and how we serve. You will feel a gentle wind on the embers of service that glow within you. You will receive kindling for your capabilities and knowledge to build skills. You can utilize this gentle wind to ignite the kindling. You will be guided to do this for people you lead and serve. You can apply what you learn with people you love. Get ready to feel the gentle wind. Today's guest is a devoted father of five, a devoted lover, an inventor, an engineer, a global product manager, a veteran, a consultant and coach, a lifestyle invention expert, and he has an MBA. He has a passion for everything outside in this beautiful universe. Being a seasoned multidisciplinary, he brings a passion to support others in, re- in recreating the way they think and design their blueprint to develop a disruptive path forward. He brings a unique perspective to all personal and professional challenges. To quote him, he says, together, we will find a hands-on solution through any roadblocks to passion, purpose, products, and service. Please join me in welcoming Michael Christian to this podcast. The title of this episode is Don't Let Life Get Off Track, Reinvent Yourself. Welcome, Michael. Hey, Keith. Thanks for the opportunity, brother. It's a wonderful blessing to be here. What led you to branch out from your career as an engineer to launch a part-time business as, as a transformational strategist? Well, I went through a lot of challenges before and even after becoming an engineer and, and still thought I had it solved or had things the way that I wanted my blueprint to be or you know my life to become. And I realized that I was all wrong and that I, I wasn't finding the ways to really reinvent or to invent the life that you know I really wanted, the happiness because I wasn't happy and there was the, you know there was no joy, there was no f- sense of fulfillment. I went through a struggle to get to where I'm at in my mentality. And now this complete happiness that people keep saying, oh, wow, you're always so happy. I'm like, it was a challenge to get there. It didn't happen overnight. It's a process, but it's a process that, you know, we do together. You know, we can't do it alone. I want to turn around and help those who haven't reached that happiness, that fulfillment. It doesn't matter if you're a CEO or, you know, if you're a guy over at McDonald's, anyone can reach that attainment of pure joy and happiness, but it's really just how we reprogram ourselves and our view, our perspectives, how we clean our glasses and put them back on. Sometimes we need somebody who's been through those challenges to help us get there a lot sooner. And that's, that's what I love to do is to help and support people to the life they dream. Thank you. Why did you serve in the U.S. Army? 
at the time I was just a bit lost. Um, I had a really crappy mindset. I, you know, I had some passion for this and that, but uh, I ended up, you know, had gotten married very young and knew that I needed to become more responsible um, in some ways. And so I, I joined because I saw it as, I saw it as a way to go somewhere and not have to go in a manner of speaking. In other words, I didn't know what to do. So okay, let's join the military and let's see how that turns out. And it was kind of more of an escape for me at the time, but it turned into so much more because it, it, it turned into such a blessing that helped me develop as a man, as a person, as a human, as, and seeing this world, you know, traveling around the globe in that situation, I think gives you a perspective that you can't get anywhere else. You'll end up in some of the, as you might, some people might say the armpits of the world. Um, and that, really brings a new perspective into your life of how much we need to help each other on this planet. I like that you called it a blessing, but let's talk about your back problems and how you got back problems and how that relates to your military service. <laughs> so I always say the gift that keeps on giving that I have from the army is a screwed up back, multiple disc herniations, degeneration, and uh, some injuries. I had this big, huge net of hundreds of pounds fall on top of me, on top of all the other things that, that we get to do in the army, which are fun and not fun, should I say, you know, after having gone from 90 to 97 in the army that has a very large toll because we had first Gulf war, we had desert shield, desert storm. And then the last one I went to into Bosnia, it led to me becoming literally physically crippled because the nerves had gotten so pinched. I couldn't feel anything. That was a scary moment in my life going from being this young, fast running guy who could run circles around hundreds of people and, and all that to all of a sudden, Oh my gosh, I can't walk anymore. And I literally was dragging myself down the hallway of, a, of the hospital one time and just thinking, what am I going to do? Lord, you know, what's next? All life is just lost. For me, that was a big changing moment to look at changing to the next step and the next stage. And I saw the next stage for me was, okay, I'm going to have to be in a chair. So let me become an engineer. Although I've always wanted to be one, I wasn't following my passion. So it, it was, I guess you can say that next driver for me to, to get my passion, to get that degree, to head towards my next stages in life. And how did fasting fit into this? Well, fasting came long time after that, because after getting my degree, you know, in electrical engineering and following my path of a lot of different jobs, and, and I actually see a lot of engineers who get very complacent and they start to gain weight because we're an engineer. You're always sitting at a computer. You're always sitting in a chair. You're not, you know, up and about like I was mm -hmm. in the army. And, and I didn't realize how I was slowly getting into that kind of groove. And, and I did, I started gaining weight. I, I was in a couple hundred pounds, you know, a little heavier than I am now. Uh, and as the weight came on, and me thinking, oh, I've got back problems. This is okay. And I'm an engineer. This is okay. Then, you know, going to the doctor, next thing I know, I'm, I'm told I have ambulatory high blood pressure. I'm told my cholesterol's all through the freaking roof. And for years, I had gone through a lot of pharmaceuticals because of my back problems, a lot of muscle relaxers, painkillers, and even off the street stuff to combat that. Because as I got bigger, the pain got worse. I could move less. I couldn't sometimes not get up. And then this pivotal moment where I was at the doctor and, and the doctor's telling me, you know, 
I got high blood pressure, high cholesterol and all that. And, and I just remember seeing my father who took pills every day because he had high cholesterol, high blood pressure, high this and all that. And he was a doctor and he thought, yeah, this is how life is. You get to the age, you got to start taking these pills. You know, the doctor's going to tell you, here's these pills and then you're going to need more pills for those pills. And, and there I was thinking, okay, I've been through this pill, this pill, this pill, this pill, this pill, this pill. I had a whole box. I mean, a huge mm -hmm. box in my, at my house of pills. I mean, literally thousands of pills. Um, this doctor saying, okay, I'm going to give you high blood pressure pills. I'm going to give you high cholesterol pills. And then I'm probably going to have to give you this pill too. And I'm, wow. I'm like, do I really want to go down this path? Is this really the way life is going to be? And I said, no. No, I, I, I can't do this anymore. I just, that was it. I had picked up that prescription, looked at it. And I literally sat there and I stared at it with all my other pills saying, this is going to kill me. This is going to kill an elephant. Why do I want to do this? What the heck is going on? I thought doctors are supposed to help me. They're supposed to give me what's going to make me better. Well, wait a minute. And then it, and it dawned on me, of course, just like any of us, they're taught and read out of the books and they're not talking from experience. They're talking from a book that they read somewhere. And it's not the doctors are doing the best that they can. And I, I said, that was it. I said, I'm going to do something else. I threw all the pills out and and this is during the time I had started changing my mindset, personal development, getting into some of the greats like Tony Robbins, Zig Ziglar, you know, there's, there's a whole list of them out there and listening, just absorbing that knowledge as much as possible of how to change this without chemicals, right? Changing your mind, changing the programming of the world's strongest supercomputer, which is right between this space. We all have one and we have the capability to use it, but we never taught how to program it. We allow it to get programmed on its own through these experiences of life that are good, bad, ugly, and different, depending on where you come from. Once I started getting down that path and losing weight, changing what I eat, then looking for more ways to heal my body. And, and as I got to that pivotal moment of how do I really truly heal my body, I learned about autophagy. Autophagy, which was discovered by a Japanese scientist. He got the Nobel Prize for his study in autophagy, which talks about the natural mechanisms of our bodies to self-heal and get rid of all the junk, get all the trash. Great friend of mine um, was into fasting, starting his own little program. And I kind of got on board with that and learned more. And when it comes to fasting, and I, if you study the history, it's it's been there for all of time since we were nomads. It's in every religious text books throughout the ages. So there's got to be something there, right? And, and if you think about how we develop naturally in the nomadic days, there were times that we fasted because we had no choice because we were moving and our bodies have developed this process to say, okay, all the junk is nothing's coming in. It's time for me to clean everything out. When your body goes into autophagy, that's exactly what it does is it starts to break down all the broken proteins, all the broken cells, eat up all the fat, all the junk, all the chemicals, everything. The first few days of fasting, it's, it's pretty rough. <laughs> it's very rough. So you've got to work on the mindset first to get into the fasting. But when you do, when you do that first fast and you get through it, you're like, oh my gosh, there's something to this. Your energy peaks. People tell me I look younger. <laughs> they did. I mean, you look at a, I have a photo. I'll, I'll give it a copy of the photo to where I was fat beforehand. And people say, my God, you look like you're 10 years older than you do now back then. And that's a 10 year old folder. So that's a 20 year difference. And my skin 
softer. I had these weird rashes that would come up on my foot, my leg. And part of my mind, bad mindset would think that because my grandfather had something like that. Oh, that's what I'm going to get. And it's going to be with me for the rest of my life. Nope, that's gone. All the things that you think that you're going to have to live with in your body right now will disappear when you go through fasting. Your health will increase. I no longer have high blood pressure. I no longer have high cholesterol. A couple of years after I went to the doctor again, it was the same doctor. She's my the veteran VA administration. And I walked in and did my checkup. The nurse is like, oh my God, you're, you have textbook, perfect blood pressure. She literally said that textbook, perfect <laughs> blood wow. pressure and the cholesterol was perfect. Everything was perfect. And, and so I go into the doctor and she's like, oh, so you must be cutting out salt. You must be taking the pills I gave you, you know, so I, exercising. I was like, no, actually I'm not exercising because my back is screwed up. I try to sometimes, but it's not very religiously and nope, I, I take more salt now than I did back then. I literally take a handful of salt and eat it <laughs> when I'm fasting. So it's like, I'm eating salt. And, you know, one of the core things is drink a lot of water, drinking a lot of salt, you know, and there's other things I take in my fasting program, some essential oils and, and stuff like that. It, it, she, her eyes were like, huh? And then I sit there, I said, yeah, you remember you gave me those pills. I never took one, never took one pill at all. And I asked her, I said, well, why did you give me those pills? And she said to me, she said, well, that's because that's what everybody wants. I said, no, I just want to get better. You know, I want somebody to tell me, <laughs> pull your head out your backside, right? And do something like fasting, do something different, do something that they're not telling us to do because the doctors aren't telling us to fast. They're not telling us, they'll say, oh, well, you need to exercise and cut your salt out. But those weren't the things that changed me. It was changing my mindset, working on my programming to change how I perceive things, how I react to things, how I do other things. And people say, oh, I'm going to diet. I'm going to not eat this, 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 and this. And I'm just going to stand at them and say, okay, I'll see you back in another month and you'll, lose, you'll gain the weight again because those never work out. Not ever. I don't care. Your little food diets, whatever, don't work out. You got to start with the mindset. <laughs> it starts right here. And that's where a lot of people, that's the step you miss. Yeah, I want to come come back to a term you used, which is autophagy. Please explain what that word means. Autophagy. So it's like autophagy. And, and sorry, I lost the term of the last word, but the phagy is it, it, like self-eating. In other words, your body needs to have energy to keep, keep the energy going. As you're eating, like today, most people eat three times a day. We don't need to eat three times a day. Um, Buddhist monks only eat one time a day and that's it. And look how long they live very long lives. But in today's world, we're taught through marketing and all this, that you got to have all these food groups and you got to eat three times a day. And by the way, you can have the Snickers and that snack and all this other stuff. No, that doesn't help us. What that does do is it gives us too much and our body tries to store it. So then we become fat like a big bear. Well, what happens to a bear? A bear, you know, he gorges himself out to get fat because he's going to go sleep for half the year in, in his cave. So he, he can't eat for half a year. Um, and that's the normal process of him. And his body goes into autophagy while he's sleeping. And that's what it does is it's breaking down what's in there that it, what it needs to create energy, but doesn't, isn't a part of the body. When your body goes into autophagy, it eats the fat, it eats the dead skin cells. It, it protects the muscle, by the way, it literally will protect the muscle. Um, so you can exercise while you do it just don't do it too much. And the first three days are really rough because it, it takes that time for your body to shift into autophagy. And once it shifts into full autophagy, you'll feel it. Your energy will peak 
you won't be hungry. You won't feel the need to eat. You'll have a clarity unlike any other because autophagy cleans out your veins. If you ever see um, where a doctor does a heart open heart surgery and he pulls cholesterol. And I've seen a photo of this, like they literally pull out a string of cholesterol. It looks like this long white goo out of the veins your body will eat that cholesterol. It will get rid of that cholesterol. You don't need pills to do that. And they don't, a lot of, and I'll just not say who, but let's just say a lot of places don't want you to know these tricks because you have all the tricks in here. You have everything you need within you now. You don't need anything outside of you. You might need a little knowledge. You might need a little guidance, but other than that, you can do this with little to next to nothing. That's where helping others comes into play to help them understand that they have the power within themselves to heal themselves from these crippling, as they call them, diseases or whatever you, you know, would like to label it. But I see it as just a mindset challenge, right? It's a challenge to truly understand the way this perfectly engineered supercomputer and body function together because that's what it is, right? You are a machine, you're a biological machine and you have switches and buttons and you just, you just need to know how to hit the switch, flip the switch. And for me, that was something I had to learn. It was, a, it was a hard lesson to learn in, in many cases with the drinking and the, um, you know, pills and everything, you know, I thought that that was the hardest switch in the world to flip. Um, but once that switch is flipped, life is Oh, beautiful. It's so different. It's so wonderful. It's, you know, just your energy, your happiness. It, it's all right there. It's just right there. There's no reason for you to not be happy. Not at all. It has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with work. It has nothing to do with the news and what, what they're talking about. It has everything to do with us, with our hearts, with our minds and our bodies. So <laughs> there's a name I've heard you use before reference Dr. Joe Dispenza. Please mm -hmm. talk about Dr. Joe Dispenza and what you learned from him. Dr. Joe Dispenza, and I, you know, I'm still studying some of his works and he does really great works about, you know, breaking the habit of being yourself is one of his books and he works on your mind. And a lot of that, of course, when you talk about mindset is clearing your mind and clearing your mind so that your mind isn't thinking about all these negative thoughts and processes, which a lot of people out doing um, meditations and stuff like that. And he does special meditations to turn on healing and getting your body to flip the switch of, you know, releasing stem cells because your body generates stem cells all the time. When you've, you know, over polluted your body, not just with food, because food is one thing, right? Food and what you're eating and the pills are one thing, but also your mind, because your mind can pollute your body just as easily as your stomach. You know, your mind, when you get into these negative cycles and negative mindsets for long periods of time, you've programmed the supercomputer to output specific chemicals and it's looking for the chemical feedback. So when, let's say I eat a snacky cake, you know, I get my big Twinkie or whatever it may be, that gives a sensation, gives a chemical feedback to my brain. And my brain's like, oh yeah, I love that sugar. I love that, that feedback. So it will get into that habit of wanting to get that feedback of that sugar. And that feedback doesn't have to be a Twinkie. It could be the feeling of love. That's a, that's a great feedback to have, by the way, that's a positive one. Mm -hmm. And you know, when your heart puts out that feeling of love and your mind and your heart get in coherence, that's where you want to be. That's the, that's when you get your mind into that coherence. And that's what Joe does is, is help people get that coherence 
then they'll realize that I don't need that Twinkie. That was just me supplanting something in my life and not changing the thought. In other words, when you're living in the past and if you're thinking today, something that happened a week ago, two weeks ago, a year ago, five years, 10 years, that means your mind is stuck in that program loop to put out those chemicals and continually to expect that. And when you when you change that and you change that thought and you get your mind to put out the right chemicals, life becomes so much easier. It's not really hard. It's not work. And I used to be at that point where it's all oh, life was so hard. It's so tough. Oh my God, I'm so tired. I can't sleep at night, but then I need to sleep because I'm over. That's because the mind, the computer, the supercomputer wasn't tuned right. You're out of balance. And, and that's what Joe does. He helps people get into that tuning of the universe as you see it, because the truth is, is that we all have this this connection with this supercomputer. I'm an electrical engineer, electronic engineer, I like to say. And the thing is, is we have cell phones today, all of our cell phones, they, they put out a frequency, very low energy frequency. Well, so does your brain. Your brain put out a chemical frequency connected to your heart and to your body. And it's wanting a feedback. It wants to receive feedback and it will follow the feedback it receives. It's, you know, it's a give and take thing. So depending on how you want to be, depends on how you need to change that. But also our minds have the capability to get feedback from people outside of us. And Joe puts you in contact with that universal feedback system because it's there. We've all felt it at a time or another. We've all gotten goosebumps on our arms. It's there. It's, it's a spiritual connection to the universe around us. And as an electrical engineer, and, you know, even Nikola Tesla used to talk about it, you know, he, everything is frequency and that's what it is. It's truth. It's getting in tune with the frequencies of life that puts you in better health, puts you in better shape, make you feel better, make you operate better, make you love more, make you happier. And it brings a joy and a peace like no other. That's what life really is. It's joy and peace. It's not all this other stuff. <laughs> it's now, not all this stuff in the news. There could be another listener who's like me. And I used to look at fasting as being simply abstaining from food and liquid except for water. But you have a much more sophisticated way of talking about fasting. Please educate us a little bit about what the body still needs when somebody fasts. One of the main things to get out of during fasting is sugar. Uh, now, while a lot, a lot of people do juice fasting, which has natural sugar, which is fine, be, but we're so over sugared, we need to get out of it completely for a while. We got to give the body a break. But also when we do that and we go into autophagy, our body is now looking for material to create energy and rebuild itself. And if we're so full of junk from taking pills or eating junk food or chemicals or whatever, because all our food these days have some form of chemical in it, uh, some form of hormone or whatever else it is to get rid of that. You know, we do need to, to give ourselves some other things and, and kind of to help with the fasting, especially if you've never done it before to do just a water fast is extremely difficult for people, but we also need stuff to help rebuild our skin. So there's essential oils that, I'll take. So like if I, when I go to do a fast in the morning, 
I'll take a little shot glass and I'll put in some black seed oil, some MCT oil and some avocado oil. Right. And that will make your skin so soft. It's like, I used to have these <laughs> rough hands. My hands used to get so messed up that they would crack and bleed. Okay. That's how dry. And I used to get like your heels, you know, you've ever seen people with that dry cracky heel. I've had that before, but when you take these essential oils, Oh no, it's all gone. You don't have to put lotion on. So I take that. And I'd get silk unsweetened coconut milk, right? That's really great stuff. Um, it's got a lot of good vitamin B in it, but it has no sugar. So it's great. You can drink that. That'll help keep it on your stomach. Uh, one main thing, and I do take like a regiment, some vitamins and other things, you know, sometimes I do and sometimes I don't, but I always make sure I'm taking vitamin C. Even when I'm not fasting, vitamin C is so key to good health and in your immune system because vitamin C is in everything around us. is in every piece of plants and every piece of grass. And so when we were nomadic a thousand years ago, you know, the cavemen walking around, we would grab a plant and eat it, right? We get a little vitamin C and we had this constant inflow of vitamin C, but in today's day and age where we're eating all this packaged foods and all these meats that are hormoned and whatever, we're not getting that vitamin C. So I get like a big powder of vitamin C. And, and uh, even today, actually, I took a big, I took a teaspoon that comes with this little itty bitty scooper cup. I don't throw that thing out, man. That's nothing. What they say is hundred percent vitamin C for your day is well below what I take. And I find that it helps clean me out, especially if I have one of those weekends, like I did this last weekend, my wife's birthday party, where I cooked bunches of racks of ribs and we had the scala, or I can't remember what it is, some Mexican thing that wow. uh, some of our friends from Mexican made and all this cheese mm -hmm. and all this other, all these heavy foods. And, and after that, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to take some vitamin C because it'll help break everything down and helps flush the body out. Um, it cleans out all the junk, you know, and lots of water. I don't have a bottle here. I do always, if I buy water and I do buy a lot, I have number one, I have a filtration system in my house. I have 11 stage filtration system that has a multi-filter at the end that adds chemicals and electrolytes to the water. Um, and I buy bottled water that is 9.5 pH that's ionized. And if you ever drink that water, you'll see the taste difference, but also you won't go to the bathroom so much. Your body will retain more of the water. And that water is very helpful when you're fasting. And now it seems like a lot of companies are making it. First, it was Essentia, but Sam's Clubs has it. There's a new store here, Liddy, uh, they are making it now. And, and here it is. Why do I want 9.5 pH ionized water? Why is that so important to me? Why, why does my body need that more than any other water? The higher pH will actually help mix with the fat oils. So it actually helps break down the fat oils. And that higher pH, of course, is caused by the ionization. So how did our bodies get used to ionized water? Why is this new process? Well, it's not new. It's a process that's been going on on planet Earth for a bazillion years. It's what made us in the primordial ooze. The water was ionized because of the lightning storms, because severe lightning storms cause ionization, which ionize the water that falls out of the sky. Except for in today's world, we have acid rain because we have all this chemical stuff going up from all the factories that's now destroying that natural ionized water that we would receive into our lakes and our rivers. So now we're having to make it into a bottle. So that's why it works because just like the fasting and the vitamin C, it's all these things that date back to as we developed as humans over time, over thousands and thousands and millions of years, whatever it is we've been on this planet. It's what we were naturally normally used to. And it's only been in the last couple hundred years that we've been subjected to 
you know, the industrial age and all these chemicals and all these other things that we've just blown up all over our planet. So to keep ourselves back in tune with nature, the way it was, we have to go back to the way it was. When somebody fasts, they typically have a shortage of salt. True. No, I don't because I take the salt. Um, When you fast, you need to drink a lot of water, drink like a gallon of water a day. If you can, not everybody can get there, but if you drink too much water, you'll get headaches, right? Because your electrolytes will go off balance. And hence, that's why I take the salt. Even if I'm drinking that, that water, that the 9.5 pH water, which does have some electrolytes in it, I will still take Mm -hmm. a lot of salt. And even if, if like I get hungry, there's also another part of the fast where we'll take butter, um, actually like a really good grass fed organic butter. And you can take, take like a teaspoon. Cause if you really, you're hungry, right. It's really because your body, your, your mind, right. Is outputting chemicals saying, I need to taste something. Not that I'm really hungry. I just need to taste something. I need something to register up here. So you take uh-huh. that spoon of butter and you put it in your mouth and kind of melt it in your mouth. And then you get this taste bud thing. And then, and you swallow the next thing you're like, well, I'm not hungry anymore. What? Oh, wow. I thought I was hungry. It's not that you were really physically hungry. It's that you thought you were hungry. Like uh-huh. that clock hits 12. Oh, it's lunchtime. I'm hungry. We're, we're programmed animals nowadays. And, and that's it. We have to make sure that we keep that reprogramming and that, that reprogramming takes time. Like I said, sure. it's, it's a process. It's not an overnight, you know, slick. And to get to the fasting, You've got to develop up into that. And I always tell people, start with the sugar right now, today, for one, two months, three months, just do that. Just one thing. That's it. Just pick one. And sugar is always the first one you need to look at, especially if you're taking anything with high fructose corn syrup, cut it out now. Stop. That's the worst. That is the danger zone right there. Anything that has that. And don't drink anything that has the word diet on it because you're going to die and that's it. (laughs) Those things are not made to be healthy. They're just other chemicals put in there to supplement the sweetness taste. I tell people go to uh, like a green tea. Uh, One of the things I love is I love public stores. They have green tea with honey and uh, ginseng. And so if you need something sweet, go to honey. Honey's natural. It's great for you. It helps your body um, in so many different ways. So use that as your sweetener if you must and wean Mm -hmm. yourself down. Like this week or two weeks from one tablespoon to one teaspoon, do a gradualness because it's like there's an analogy and some people don't like this about frog in the pot of water. And however, somebody discovered this, it's not me. So I didn't do it. Uh, But they say, you know, you you put a frog into a hot boiling pot of water, he's going to jump out, you throw him into a cold pot, you turn on the heat very low he'll sit there and boil to death. And it's the same thing like us, right? If I suddenly take away all the sugars now, I'm going to jump out and I'm going to go back to my sugars. But if I slowly, gradually wean myself down over time, you'll find that your taste buds will change. You don't want that high fructose corn syrup anymore. You won't want that soda so much anymore. And then you shift to the next thing. And the next thing is the grains, the breads. So take two months from the sugar, you know, Mm -hmm. to get away from that, so that you're drinking mostly water. I would keep a big thing of water bottles under my desk at work, right? And I was at work and I'd get hungry and I'd have the little water bottles and, and I'd be like, oh, I'm hungry, grab the bottle. And I'd just slam the whole bottle down. It wouldn't be cold. It'd be at room temperature. And that way I get that feeling, feeling in my stomach to make my stomach send the signal to my brain saying, hey, he just filled up with something, right? <laughs> 
that's one of the, the best things to do. And then, you know, got to the grains and I would go to Publix again, my store, I can't not to promote them, <laughs> but they have the boar's head subs and I love their subs, but I had to cut out the grains. So how do I cut out the grains? And I'd say, I, of course, I'll always say, don't go to a subway, uh, <laughs> but I would have them dig out the bread out of the bun. So it was just like the crust. And so that gives me less grains it, until, you know, I got to the point where, okay, now I'm moving just direct to salads, you know, which is no more grains. Right. And, uh, and, and so just like that, you know, slowly over time, and it was a gradual process, not like, you know, oh, I'm going to drive, run out and run in 10 miles every day immediately. No, you don't want to put your body into that shock of the hot boiling water. You want to slowly turn up that heat. And as you do that, it, it just becomes so much easier and it becomes a solid part of your process. Now, not to say I haven't had the moments where, oh, I went and started eating all the stuff that was, wasn't right. good for me and I gained weight again because you're never going to do a linear line straight up to success. It's always mm -hmm. going to go up a little bit, then you're going to come down. Then you're going to go up maybe a little more and then you're going to come down. So as long as the, the linear progression is upwards to your success, it's quite okay. Don't get frustrated on those days when say, oh my gosh, I ate all these donuts or whatever it was because I love donuts too. <laughs> but you got to remind yourself that just for a little bit and then get beyond it because as your body changes, you may go through those little crushes. Right? And I can say after I moved last year, there was this one where I was going to the donut place and, and I beat myself up in the head. Oh my gosh, you know better. You know how to fast. You know these sugars aren't good for you. Oh, but it tastes so good. you know. And then, right. and then I was like, well, that's another switch I got to flip. Now I'm done with the donuts and I don't go back for donuts no more. You know, it's, it's like I had to go and get that fill that last little hoorah and say goodbye to donuts. And that's what you'll go through. And, you know, it'll be natural for us to kick ourselves in the backside when that happens, but that's actually part of the process. How can somebody stay connected with you? Uh, well, I'm on Facebook and uh, LinkedIn, and also my LinkedIn tree is now updated with my Instagram, but feel free to go to my Instagram. You'll find my link tree there, which will actually put you to my Facebook and my uh, LinkedIn account, but also my calendar. Uh, if you would like to, you know, have a 30 minute call with me, if you, if you feel that I've given you some kind of value or knowledge, or you want to know more, you just want to talk. I'm, I love just beating new people and, and learning um, what they have to offer and what I can offer to them. And, and like I said, it always starts with the mindset here, everything and anything from the health to the body, to the product, to the service, because it's all one. We are all of that in ourselves. And we are the product and service for this universe to make this world and this place a better place. And, and you know, you may want to create something physical, no problem do it all the time. Uh, I would love to support you with those ventures and any challenges you may have. Um, I, I'd love coming in and, and helping people with their challenges. It's just, it's fun. Michael, I've loved having you as a guest on this podcast. Thank you so much for being a guest today. And thank you for listening to Embers and Wind. We look forward to seeing you next week. Take care. Thank you, Keith. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Embers and Wind. If you enjoyed today, please come back next week. Please also share this episode with a friend. If you've not already subscribed to Embers and Wind, rated this podcast, and written a review, please do this now. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me directly at embersandwind.net. Thank you again for joining us.